Welcome to the Stoic Handbook Podcast. This is John Brooks speaking. First of all, I just want to say thank you so much for being a member of the Stoic Handbook community and taking the time out of your day to listen to my podcast, read my newsletter, and put the ideas to practice to level up your practical wisdom. If you're a fan of my work and you want to support the show, you can sign up to the premium version of the Stoic Handbook Podcast. You can either do this directly from within Apple Podcasts or you can go on stoichandbook.supercast.com. When you sign up to Stoic Handbook Premium, you'll get access to my existing library of Stoic meditation and contemplation courses. I make each course about a specific emotional topic like negative thinking or anxiety, relationships, anger, etc., as well as workshops, exclusive Ask Me Anything sessions, and ad-free standard episodes. There's a seven-day free trial, so you can check it out, see if it's good for you. I'm always adding new content and I take a lot of time to craft my courses to make them as high quality as can be. One of the listeners of the Stoic Handbook Premium told me that they listened to my anxiety course over 50 times. People often like to go through them over and over again. So like I said, you can check it out, see if it's a good fit for you. It's this podcast plus a bunch of premium episodes, meditations, talks, workshops, etc. And I also open up the space for questions as well. If you want to talk to me and get me to record a podcast episode on a specific topic for you, that's what Stoic Handbook Premium is there for. Now let's go into today's episode. What have been some of your favorite ways of actually taking this book knowledge something that you've picked up from, you know, reading about these characters of, of, you know, Marcus Aurelius and Seneca, these almost superhero like characters. How do you take some of those lessons from their lives and begin to bring them into, into your life? What are, what are some of those practices you might recommend someone start to pick up? So <clears throat> I think that the, the, the inclination when we first start reading about stoicism is to, find the practices the kind of the exercises and start just applying them that that that's typically my approach you know uh, when i'm reading a book i'm like oh exercise i'm going to try that and hope for the best and hope that i just become happier and more resilient from practicing this and that can happen but if we go <clears throat> if we go back to the reading of stoicism i think the first step is to read as a wise person would read there is an art to reading the, the stoic texts and the way I saw it was, if you look at the handbook, the Enchiridion of Epictetus, which is a classic short Stoic text, I read that many years ago, and I just read through it, and I, I thought it was wise, and then I put the book down, and then I carried on with my life, and felt like 5% wiser, and it felt good. But that was definitely not how that book is meant to be read. The book is meant to be digested, <clears throat> not just read, not just read as a collection of quotes, but digested. And how do you digest a, an ancient text like that? The first step is that you have a dialogue with it. You question it, you challenge it. You imagine that Epictetus is sitting right across the room from you saying, this is my argument. This is my proposal. This is my view. And then before you move on to the next, you contemplate it, you question it, you apply it to a reference experience of your own life. Does this hold true for me? Does this not hold true for me? And that's how you start to digest the work. And then you, you are meant to reread these works as well, because it's quite deceiving how a single paragraph by Epictetus 
can contain so many layers. I was speaking to Donald Robertson, who's an amazing Stoicism author recently. And he said that he wrote a book on, on Marcus Aurelius's meditations. And he said that people will come up to him and tell him that Marcus Aurelius was quite cold and lacked compassion. Whereas Donald Robertson has been reading and rereading meditations for, I think, over a decade or two. And he's like, every page of meditations has some compassionate view of Marcus on it. You just need to read it. But of course, people tend to, because of the reticular activation system, people tend to focus on what they value and, and delete from their uh, perception everything else. And if you frame Marcus's writings as cold, you'll tend to miss the compassionate parts. Um, so it's good to read Stoicism with an open mind and to really digest it and imagine that you're in a room speaking with the authors. The next stage, before you even get into any exercises, is to start imagining that your favorite Stoic author, whether that be Epictetus or Marcus Aurelius, is right with you. You have the spirit of them with you. And then you actually turn to them and you imagine that they're there and you turn to them and say, what do you think I should do in a situation like this? And what you'll find is that you often already know the wisest possible answer. That's actually one of the first things that we, we do on the quest is you, you play an imagination game where you imagine that you are talking to a stoic and you get all of that advice from that stoic. And what you'll find is that you have already that advice inside you. I think Sam Harris said that wisdom is the ability to follow your own advice. How many people watching this now consider themselves to be quite wise and to give good advice, but how many of us actually follow through with that? Yeah, what, what an interesting psychological phenomenon, right? Your friend shows up and is really having a, a difficult situation and you know exactly what to say to help them. But then taking that uh, wisdom in turn and applying it to ourselves is so much more difficult. It's like this blind spot um, mm. that makes it challenging for us to really um, see those things for ourselves because we're so close to ourselves. So there's that sort of distancing of, you know, treating it like a friend or those things that can help us begin to really encounter that wisdom and sort of bypass the, all of these sort of identity structures that we've uh, put in place that make it hard to, to see things clearly. I hope that you enjoyed that, took some value from it. A couple of quick things. If you can leave a rating for the podcast wherever you're listening to it, that really helps new people find it. And I also love reading reviews. So let me know what you think about it. And if you want to go further and get access to all of my premium meditations and audio courses, ask me anything, workshops, etc., consider subscribing to Stoic Handbook Premium with a free trial either directly within Apple Podcasts or over at stoichandbook.supercast.com. It's the same thing, just two different ways to access it. And I'll see you back here for the next episode of the Stoic Handbook Podcast.